furry fluff pieces and here. This is a weekly furry podcast that finally tells it like it is. There's no holding back on this week's episode of Unleashed. And now here's your host, Lifty Husky. folks welcome to unleashed and tonight i want to start things off by kind of going back and recapping what just happened last week so last week i had a disruption in the uploads for the podcast and so you didn't get an episode on sunday like you usually do uh it was actually until thursday that sunday's episode actually dropped uh the reason for this is because I did mention that I got some very bad news about a dear family member, and that's very much true, but you didn't get the whole story. So on Sunday, I got the news that an aunt of mine had passed away, and uh, she was very near and dear to me, so I needed some time to just step back and reflect. I'm really going to miss her. Thank you for everyone that reached out and wanted to share their condolences. It really means a lot to me. And if you still want to share condolences, feel free. I, I, I don't have an expiration date on condolences. You can say whatever you like to me. I, it, it really means a lot to show that the community cares, especially when something sudden happens and something's not right with someone. They reach out and they want to know what's, what's going on and you know how can we help. Thank you again for those who have reached out. This is still a very difficult time, but I'm moving on as best as I can. I, I really am going to miss my aunt. She was a big part of my childhood, and it's really hard to know that she's gone. She's one of those people that I always thought, you know, naively, that she was going to live forever. Well, of course, people don't live forever. But I was hoping that, you know, she would be there for a lot of points in my life. I'm going to talk about that later on another podcast episode, not this one. This week, I want to focus on Midwest Fur Fest because Midwest Fur Fest is only a few short weeks away. And with it coming closer and closer, it's just about the only thing that furries are talking about is Midwest Fur Fest. And, you know, when they're going, do you have your flight? Do you have your hotel? Do you have a hotel? Who are you flying with? Who are you rooming with? Who are you sleeping with? What are you eating? What are you eating? What are you eating? What suit are you wearing? Who are you eating? And on and on and on. It is what every furry is going to be talking about from here on out. And one thing that they brought up recently is this thing called color communication badges. They tweeted this on November the 6th. Do you struggle with starting conversations and or big crowds? These new for 2021 optional badges can be attached to your regular con badge to help express your communication preferences quickly and non-verbally. We adapted these from guidelines provided by the Autistic Self-Advocacy Network. It's three badges that are colored green, yellow, and red. The green one has a circle on it, yellow one has a triangle on it, and the red one has a square on it. Basically, the idea of these color communication badges is pretty straightforward. You put them on to tell other people 
whether or not you want to be approached by others. And for someone who can actually see large crowds as very intimidating and see conventions as a very intimidating time to meet new friends, meet new people, this is actually a good idea. I, I, I'm not here to shit on this idea, but I am going to talk about a bunch of other things that kind of branched out from this idea. But in general, the idea of it is not bad. I'm a person who definitely sees large crowds as intimidating, and I definitely look at conventions as a time where, oh my goodness, there's so many people. How am I going to just open myself up? How do I say hello to that person? It's a very intimidating time because you don't want to just go up to somebody and then they just blow you off. Am I right? Yeah. But also you don't want to go up to somebody and then you scare them off. You, you want to have that good middle. You want to meet them in the middle and make that rapport so that you can actually be interesting to them. And that's another thing is they're looking at you thinking, well, who's this rando? And then you got to stand out from everybody else. You got to make yourself stand out. Now, this isn't about being approachable at a convention because that's, a, that's its own different animal. But that's what they're focusing on with these color communication badges. Now, I do want to say the full, real story of these color communication badges because I know for most of the furry community, they're going to look at this as something brand new and novel from MFF. That is not the case. It actually is a little bit older than most furries realize. So the color communication badges that... MFF are using from the Autistic Self-Advocacy Network actually go back to 2014. And uh, MFF is actually not the first furry convention either to implement these. So the first convention in memory that I can bring up that actually adapted these color communication badges was BronyCon. Back then, I have the book right in front of me, the convention guide from 2014 for BronyCon. And it, on page nine, you do have the color communication badges and the wording for the badges that they use at MFF in their tweet is almost exactly the same with the wording in page nine of this BronyCon con guide. Uh, the difference being that the yellow badge in BronyCon was just a line at uh, MFF, it's a triangle. And I'm pretty sure that was adapted and changed by the Autistic Self-Advocacy Network because they brought up the shapes, they brought up the colors, and they brought up the meaning behind all of that. A lot of furries are thinking, oh my goodness, this is all so new. Oh wow, MFF is doing so much for the neurodivergent community. It's been there. This thing has been there. And they're not the first ones to actually implement it. So when BronyCon said that they were going to implement this for their 2014 convention, they did not get praise for it. At least the praise was few and far in between when they, when they announced this. Instead, they got a heaping of criticism and jokes lobbied at them at their expense because back then, bronies were thought of man-children. They were thought of as neckbeards. They were thought of as and don't point your pitchforks at me when I say this word, but they were thought of as autistic. And they saw the average brony as that lady 
fedora tipper that would just sit in their mother's basement all day eating tendies and watching MLP reruns. That's the idea of the average brony to any rando. And this played perfectly into those stereotypes, into the jokes that people would make about bronies because they thought these bronies, they, they're so socially stunted that they need to tell people whether or not they could be approached. No, that was never the idea. Of course, with people with autism, they have a difficulty in expressing themselves verbally. And I understand that. I mean, I've been with BronyCon for many years and I understood firsthand how autistic people communicate and how they might have a difficulty communicating. And it's not just autistic people either. There are people that have a difficulty actually making eye contact with people when they communicate. It's just, it's not something that they can help. Granted, they would love to help it, but it's not something that they can help. So these things, these uh, color communication cards, they go a long way to help people. But nevertheless, we got shit on for this idea, which really was a very simple idea to solve a complex problem. And when we were being criticized for it and being joked and laughed at and poked fun at for it, where were the furries? What were they saying? What they didn't understand is that we were supporting him with our silence. Yeah, furries, you were nowhere to be seen. You didn't say a damn thing when BronyCon uploaded this and said that, yeah, we're doing this in 2014. And they did it in 2015, 2016, 2017, 2018, and their final year, 2019. They stuck with it. And furries didn't say anything. After BronyCon implemented these badges, you did have some furry conventions, some bona fide furry conventions pick up on the idea as well. One of them being Furthermore. And Furthermore likely picked it up from BronyCon, given that BronyCon and Furthermore really had a nice rapport over the years and they kind of bounced ideas off of each other. So the, the idea of color communication cards definitely bounced from BronyCon to Furthermore. Once the Furthermore chairs actually saw how it was implemented at BronyCon. They thought it was a good idea, so good that they brought it to their convention as well. And so now you actually will find these cards at Furthermore now too. And nobody was saying anything about Furthermore doing it either. Nobody. Like it, it was just something that happened that nobody really paid much attention to. And then here comes MFF doing this. And I'm pretty sure that Furthermore was not the last convention to do this. I'm sure there were other conventions after BronyCon, after Furthermore, that also adapted these color communication cards for their events. But again, we didn't hear anything from the furry community. The furry community didn't heap praise on anybody else that implemented it, but then here comes MFF, and they get all the praise. They get all the credit for thinking about the neurodivergent community that could benefit from this. Now, I've got a lot more to say about these badges, and I'm kind of pressed for time. So uh, just stick around after these messages. We'll be back with more Unleashed after this. Unleashed. Greetings, folks. Lifty here, and it's time once again for the season forgiving. Everyone should be together this season, especially those who have served our great country, which is why I want to tell you about Fisher House. 
Fisher House is a home away from home for veterans and their families while they receive care at a VA or military medical center. They take care of the lodging and transportation expenses while veterans receive the care they need. They're a four-star rated charity from Charity Navigator for the 17th year in a row and since 1990 have helped over 400,000 families. This is the perfect time to donate and ensure a military or veteran family can be together this holiday season. There's plenty of ways to donate as well. You can share your unused airline miles, hotel loyalty points, as well as giving a monetary donation. And all gifts are tax deductible. To donate, visit fisherhouse.org or call 301-294-8560. And thank you. Unleashed. Welcome back to Unleashed. So now that MFF brought up the color communication cards, furries are finally taking notice of an idea that has been in use in other conventions for quite some time. And of course, nobody in the furry community really cares. They look at MFF and it's like, oh, wow, thank you for doing all of this. You're such a wonderful convention. And it's like, uh, well, what do you expect from a convention that hardly does anything? And they still get heaps of praise every year for doing absolutely nothing different. But uh, I wanted to read through some of the comments that I got, some choice comments from this tweet that Midwest Furfest put out, because this really did start up a conversation in the furry community about the necessity of color communication badges. One person says, can we make this a normal everyday thing? Bruh. No. I'm sorry, but no. Even if I can benefit from this, no. I'm fine with it being at conventions everywhere, but I'm not fine with it being a normal everyday thing. So please, no. I don't want to wear a square, circle, whatever. I don't want to wear something on me all the time to tell people whether or not I'm approachable that day or not. And I'm pretty damn sure if I was forced to do so, you'd be seeing red because that's all I'd be wearing. A lot of people were saying that that this will be abused by popufers because popufers will just wear the red badge just so all the normie furs won't approach them for anything. And so they can still hang out with their circle of friends. And you know what? Dude, that's fine. If poppy furs don't want to deal with you, they don't have any obligation to do so. And if that makes me sound like an asshole, so be it. If that makes them look like an asshole, so be it. But that just is how it is with the convention. At conventions, most people just want to like hang out within their own circle of friends, including myself. Because that's the people that we recognize. And that's the people that we want to meet at these big-ass events. Midwest Fur Fest has like 10,000 people. And are you going to meet them all? No. Most furries, they don't meet everybody they want to meet at Midwest Fur Fest. So they hang out with their crowd. They hang out with their circle of friends. And that's okay. Because you might have this one opportunity to meet all these people. And so you can't really spend a lot of time spent meeting up with all of these randos that want to hang out with you you didn't make the time for them you made the time for a bunch of other people that are important to you that you may not get the chance to meet until the next mff or until the stars align again in some way shape or form that you can meet but that's fine if it's quote unquote abused by poppy first that's not you to criticize them on but then we have skippy coyote now skippy is a fursuiter 
he, he's also kind of lewd and he, he makes good content I, i'm gonna admit but uh he did make this one tweet that he removed that shows the rejected blue badge and it's a blue diamond and it says please come in me a person wearing a blue badge is incredibly horny and needs a load dumped in them as soon as possible please escort them to your hotel room and fill their slutty hole <laughs> fuck all y'all i thought that was funny <laughs> Because you know for a fact that people come to these conventions to fuck. It's, it's a convention. A lot of people go to conventions for various things to go fuck people. And you can expect that. So you expect sex jokes to be flying around. And people are going to be making jokes about this. Just like they made jokes about it at BronyCon. When BronyCon did it. And except when Skippy did it. This was like Skippy stepping on a landmine and the PC police decided to come investigate and arrest Skippy for, for PC crimes. Because when that tweet went out, Skippy got shat on by furries of all walks of life. And this is the thing. Skippy Coyote is a person who is on the spectrum. And they were making a lighthearted joke about all of these badges. and what they were doing with them. Like I said, furries, as soon as that you make jokes about them, they start clutching their pearls tight. Like I said, furries, where were you when BronyCon did it back in 2014 and got absolutely shat on over it? Where were you when Furthermore did it and they got nothing but crickets over it? Where were you when it was implemented by all of these different conventions before MFF? Where were you? And now you want to think that this is, oh, this is terrible, that we're making fun of these badges. Oh my goodness. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not listening to you about what is, what is appropriate, what's inappropriate. Because no, you were, you didn't care about this shit before MFF brought it up. You're, you're thinking, oh, this is just incredible work from MFF. It, bitch, it was BronyCon who started it. Bruh. All right. I, I just. I don't want to I don't want to harp too much about BronyCon doing it because it was the actually the idea of the autistic self-advocacy network and it's just being adopted to all these different conventions but heaping all this praise on MFF and then also saying that oh you can't make fun of it is really really ignorant because holy crap you didn't care about BronyCon doing it you didn't care about furthermore doing it but you certainly care when MFF does it Give me a fucking break here. If you think that I'm going to take your side on them the whole time, fuck all the way off. Because no, I don't want to hear from you and I don't want to hear your pearl clutching about these things. No, you weren't there when BronyCon did it. You weren't there when Furthermore did it. You didn't defend this shit before MFF did it. You didn't care. Why are you caring now? Furries are trying to be insufferable pussies about this shit. And I get irritated when i see this and first of all it's comedy that's the whole point of comedy just because you think it's in bad taste doesn't mean that everybody needs to take it in bad taste in fact the person who made that joke that that diamond badge is on the spectrum hello if a dude on the spectrum can look at this and say well this is something that i can make a joke about 
and not be offended, then what's wrong? If you feel offended by it, then get away from it. But don't tell the man on the spectrum that he can't make a joke about something on the spectrum or that he can't make a joke about these things because he absolutely can. And you guys wanted to stomp on him and shit on him for being lighthearted about his own condition. Criminy. Stick around. We'll have more Unleashed after this. Unleashed. Looking for the best events in the D.C. metro area? Look no further than Metro Furs Events. Listings for the hottest furry events that are happening now in the DMV. Looking to host an event? Get the word out there with Metro Furs Events. Join us today on Telegram at t.me slash Metro Furs. Metro Furs Events. Have you ever wanted to grow your audience in new and exciting ways but found advertising difficult or expensive? Hi, Lifty here, and you can grow your audience today on this podcast, reaching thousands of listeners weekly on Anchor and Spotify. To get started, just email us at liftyunleashed at gmail.com, and you too can grow your audience with us. Unleashed. Welcome back to Unleashed. So in the last segment, we talked about Skippy Coyote making a joke version of the accessibility badges or the color communication badges, whatever you don't call them, and uh, got absolutely stomped on. So Skippy actually relented and did an apology about the color communication badges. Apparently there have been more badges that were made, including one that says, where's the pizza? And please God, just stop me. But it says in big letters, this is not who we are. So first of all, I can already see where this is going. And turns out I'm not that far off the mark. So I'm going to read the first paragraph that he writes. I apologize for the harm I have done to my own community, the neurodivergent furs in the fandom. When MFF first introduced the accessibility badges, I was very proud of the con for introducing such an important tool for people to socialize safely. Unfortunately, I did not take into consideration how others felt about these tools and created something that was tone deaf and hurt many. Okay, time out. Skippy, were you hurt by any of this? I think the point was that you yourself said that you were on the spectrum and you didn't want to detract from the accessibility badges, but at the same time, you can spare an, a simple joke about them at your own expense because, well, you are on the spectrum and this doesn't offend you. And that's fine. So I bring that up because I don't accept this apology from Skippy because I really thought that he really just needed to stick to his guns. Hey, if he felt like it was something that he could walk back from, fine, walk back from it. But don't give me this long-winded apology saying that, oh, that this hurt the community or this this doesn't reflect who furries are, blah, 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 blah. No, no, no. At, at that point, you're doing this for aspats and clout. I'm sorry, but I don't accept this apology if you're going to just say that this is, this is hurtful to the community, blah, 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 blah. No, you don't speak for me. You don't speak for anybody else but yourself. Everybody speaks for themselves, okay? And I know there are a lot of people that probably can't speak up for themselves, and I'm sorry, but you don't speak for anybody else but yourself. 
and your experiences are not mine. My experiences are not yours. So you can't expect someone to bow down to your experiences because they didn't live the same life that you did. And so they're not going to have the same experience to jokes as you do. That's what everybody needs to understand is context. Skippy Coyote is, of course, on the spectrum, but also he's sexual. And there's nothing wrong with either of that. And if he wanted to make that joke, he had every license to do so. And if you didn't like the joke, get away from it. You're not going to preach to him and say, well, I'm sorry, but that's so offensive. Do you have a right to not be offended? No. Get away from it. Stop following him if you, if you feel so inclined. But to make the, the biggest stink ever about these badges and think that they are holier than thou is absolutely stupid coming from furries where they will clutch their pearls at the most randomest shit because they think, oh, this is, this is hurtful to the community. And it's the most PC bullshit ever. But lo and behold, you try to press them on actual matters like zoophiles, pedophiles, the unhealthy sexual behaviors that furries exhibit. You try to press them on any of that and they will take you to the cleaners faster than fucking zips. This is bullshit, okay? And furries need to learn to grow up and lighten up and get that stick out of their ass. I didn't have any problem with Skippy's joke. Neither should you. If you thought it was in bad taste, then get away from it. I, I didn't get away from it. I thought, I thought it was funny. We made jokes about this shit back in 2014 and nobody seemed to care. Now you seem to care? Really? Don't give me this bullshit when you pretend to care about something that nobody was caring about before. Suddenly you decide to care. Okay, I can see how tight you're clutching those pearls right now. I'm sorry, but this is all performative. I know you don't care. And this is why I think that what Skippy was doing was purely performative. It was only because he was losing followers left and right the longer he stuck around with it. The longer he tried to defend it, the more followers he was losing. Who cares? Stick with your guns. Stick with what you believe in. Stick with your experiences. Be authentic. I don't mean be an asshole. But seriously, comedy is very different for everyone. There is no such standard for comedy. You will see people make jokes about so, so many things. And the thing about it is that within comedy, anything is fair game. South Park has been around for, what, 20, 25 years? And they have been on Comedy Central for that long with one purpose in mind, that anything can be made a joke of and anything is fair game. And what happened? Of course, they've gotten complaints from parents. They've gotten complaints from the FCC. They've gotten complaints from Mormons. They've gotten complaints from Muslims. They've gotten complaints from all kinds of people over the years for their content, and they're still going. They're still going with that same mantra. They've stayed authentic throughout that entire time. They've not changed. If they have, it's because they demanded a change or else we're not airing that. And Comedy Central made the change themselves. It isn't because South Park decides, oh, we need to tone down and be more respectful. No, no, everything's fair game. We cannot hold anything to a standard where we cannot joke about it. Because at some point, if we start doing that, we'll pretty much start being
spinning everything into a category that we cannot put jokes on. So now we have no comedy at all. If you think what Skippy was doing was beyond the pale and was completely inappropriate, then you just signed away the death certificate to comedy. Because you're going to start doing that to more and more things until there's nothing left to joke about. Everything is a tragedy from that point. Look, let Skippy make jokes. And if you like the badges, great. I'm glad that they are helping you. If you don't like the badges, fine. You're not forced to wear them. Feel free to not wear them. And if you want to make jokes about them, go right ahead. Especially for those in the spectrum who think that this is stupid. It doesn't matter to me. I'll use them if I want and I'll throw them away if I don't. But don't come at me saying that this deserves respect when you didn't give it any respect when it first came out. That's our show for tonight. Thank you for listening. If you like what you hear, please follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash Unleashed. Subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcasting platform. Leave a voice message in our anchor.fm station, anchor.fm slash Unleashed. And uh, we'll see you next week. Good night. Sure to follow us online on Twitter, twitter.com slash liftyunleashed. Subscribe to this podcast and tune in next week for another exciting episode of Unleashed.